I'm Yasi Salik, and I'm the host of Bandsplain, a show where we explain cult bands and iconic artists by going deep into their histories and discographies. We're back with a brand new season at our brand new home, the Ringer Podcast Network, tackling a whole new batch of artists, from grunge gods to power pop pioneers to new metal legends, and many, many more. Listen to new episodes every Thursday, only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. You can always get a better in life, innit? In it. <laughs> Come on, man. Mikel. How good was that? In it. Hi everyone, welcome to Rise House. Hope you're all safe and well. Today we're going to talk about numerous WSL games being postponed due to frozen pitches and what the FA can do to prevent this in the future. We'll also give flowers to Mary Earps and chat about Arsenal's win over Manchester United and much more. And my guests are Musa Kwonga and Mr. Ryan Hunt. Hello. What's happening, gentlemen? Life is good, life is good. Life is quite good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very good It's indeed. quite good. Right? Life is good? Yeah, man, life's good at the top of the league. <laughs> Wow. See, I didn't want to come in with that. I didn't want to come in with that because I'm getting a lot from people at the moment. People, we'll talk about it, but like, we'll about it. I'm getting we'll so many people that I just, I could see they're giving me the look, uh, Moose, where they're saying, oh, no, okay, okay, wait, I'll wait till it all fucking unravels for you. Mm. Then, we start, then they start reposting my shit. But I don't care, man. I'm seasoning them, man. Just have some fun. Have some Football's, fun, man. But if you can't don't enjoy the, the good things please. in football, then, you know. That's exactly it. That's what's the, the point? That, that, what's, what's the point of being a fan? What's the point of being a fan? So guys, we've got to go into something that has kind of like, how can I say, disappointed me. Mm. I wasn't angry. I was very disappointed with the cancellation of the, the games. Mm. Um, and you, you, you know what? I don't, you, you can't, I don't want to go deep into like the nitty gritty and the referee and when it, ref called it off and what the FA done, but like, it's so bad. It's so bad. When you, when you consider exactly where the game is supposed to be, mm. this was a stark reminder of exactly where the game is. Yeah, exactly so, where mean, the for game those, is. For those who have no idea mm. what we're on about, we kind of mentioned it a little bit on Stadio. Flo did mm-hmm. it, uh, Flo's crew did something on Counterpress about it, but there were, was it three cancellations yeah. in the Women's Super League this weekend mm-hmm. due to frozen pitches? Mm. Come on. The Chelsea-Liverpool game at Kings Meadow had already begun and yeah. had had numerous pitch inspections before the game to see if it was I'm, suitable to play and it was deemed suitable to play and then after six minutes of players slipping all over the place they decided to call it off and you know something right um, just quickly with this, who makes that decision putting the players in danger like they did mm. especially when you look at where the levels that the women's at at the moment and the problem I have with it is that the broadcasters and media everybody the, 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 the social media everything 
all they're doing is, oh, the women's game, the growth, the this, that, everything, the growth. But then you look into the, the studios. If you looked at the game last week, 46,000, Arsenal, Chelsea, if you're somebody who's watching Sky, you're thinking, oh my God, look at the women's game, 46,000 unbelievable stadiums. You know, you've got Caroline Barker, Kelly Smith, Kaz Carney in a state, in the studio, all the angles, doing all the great stuff. And you're thinking, wow, the mm. women's game's in a great place. Mm. But then you get this situation. This is embarrassing for the WSL because this is exactly where the, the game really is. You yeah. know, frozen pitches on third tier um, standard pitches. That's where the elite women's game is, if we're going to be totally honest. I won't rest on this because I think that people are getting complacent with the marketing and everything else that's going on and they're moving a little bit too quickly for what the game really needs. I think you made a really yeah. important point there. The word elite is important because there were cancellations um, mm. further down the league, you know, obviously in the men's game that Flo Lloyd Hughes pointed out in counter-press, but at the same time, would you have, let's say, a Chelsea-Liverpool, let's say Chelsea would play the weekend, does that game in the men's game go ahead if there's an issue of player safety. I don't no, think it does. I don't, absolutely I don't, not. I don't think that Absolutely a top, not. And this is the thing, because we know that we know that there's a real problem with facilities lower down the pyramid um, in the men's and women's game. We know that in terms of resources. But if you've got a, a top tier game where there should be more than enough money mm. to have either under soil heating or better player safety checks then this, yes. this is a situation that shouldn't happen. That makes sense. I'm thinking safety level. checks, safety checks first and foremost. That's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing. First it's the and safety. foremost. It's the safety. Yeah, because it's, it's like falling over on a freezing pitch Oi. is not nice. This is the thing that we've talked about a little bit before in a different way where the kind of the grand gestures are one thing, but actually you need the kind of minutiae to be taken Thank care you. of as well. Absolutely. Putting under soil heating in grounds that are smaller and maybe don't have the, the capacity to do that as yet because of financial stuff or whatever. That's a massive leap, not only for the elite women's game, but also for the ability to play games lower down the pyramid in the men's game. Yeah. Therefore, yeah. everybody wins. Everybody right? wins. It's a no-brainer. And the actual cost of doing it compared to, like, in terms of the overall budgets of these clubs on a club-wide level, or scale, mm. sorry, it's not, it's not that big. I'm, I'm, worried. I'm worried because... I think that this is a massive slight on them for this because everything, when you, when you look at everything that's involved, and we don't have to talk about how the women have embarrassed um, the, the higher-ups by winning the, the Euros and them having to get their fucking house in order and mm. then getting carried away with the glitz of what's going on, with the fact that, yes, you could see girls on advertising, advertising stuff now, doing stuff, prominence, we're seeing all that, and they've, this is what it's about. The girls have to be playing because all the marketing, everything that's going on with that don't mean shit if they can't play. And this has got, this we're talking about across the country, this has to fucking change. That should be a massive wake up call to them that they are moving a little bit too fast. And like you say, Rice, the minutiae that they should be looking at because you don't want to, they've got an opportunity with the women's game to not build it on fucking sand. Start yeah, like, with a massive, learn lessons, massive foundation. Learn the lessons, learn the lessons also, man. Learn the, one, the lessons. The one thing I would say is that, like, the players are doing their bit. Like, mm. they are more than doing their bit. Put it this way: look at Lotta, Lotta Woman Moy. When the mm. uh, when the Brighton Arsenal game was called off, she basically stuck a load of money behind the bar at uh, the New Moon Pub in Crawley. She tweeted about mm. it to anyone at the New Moon Pub in Crawley. Arsenal women 
Uh, Arsenal Women's Supporters Club, I've put some money behind the bar for you all. Get a cranberry juice and crisps on me. Enjoy the men's game. Sorry about our postponed game. Changes needed to be made. They will be well made said. in the meantime. Look at this. Lotta, tell me, tell me you listen to Stadio without telling me you listen to Stadio. In the <laughs> meantime, stay hydrated. She said. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Lots. Like, that, is you a, know that is a player. Like that is a player that is showing like more concern for the fans mm, because yeah. it's like, well, listen, we're sorry. Mm. We wanted to play. Yeah. Here's some money behind the bar as opposed to the authorities actually being like, right, let's now make it a stipulation that undersoil heating needs to be put in and yes. we yes. need to figure out a way to do it. Yes. That's what, the, you know what? That's the conversations. We're not going too long. Mm. About it, but those are the conversations that should have been had ages ago. Ages ago. This is something that should not be happening. It shouldn't be happening. And I'm not going to rest on those people. You got to get your fingers out, man. Come on. That's embarrassing for all of us. To talk about some good stuff, though, from there. Yes. There's one person in particular who has to get flowers, and that is Mary Earps. Mary Earps, Manchester United, and England number one. She's the first goalkeeper to keep 50. Clean sheets 50 in the Barclays clean WL. sheets in the uh, right? WSL, sorry. When I look at Mary Earps and Mary Earps' story and the fact that she's doing so well at the moment at Manchester United, I think they've conceded six goals. I think three was against Chelsea, two maybe against Arsenal, two against Arsenal and one against City. She's only conceded six goals. For me at the moment, I probably think she's the most valuable player to their team at the minute because against everyone else, right, she's not conceding. So that says to me, she's making no mistakes. Mm. You know, when you look at her journey, when she was at, she's at Reading, doing her stuff at Reading. Then she, she left Reading and went to Wolfsburg, but she was a number two there. And when you look at Mary Earps and you look at how Mary Earps works now and how she operates, you can't see Mary Earps as a number two. And I think, I think it's, when, when Serena got there and called her up, she hadn't been, I think she hadn't been involved since 2019. She actually done an interview with a radio station saying that she kind of made peace with the fact that, you know what, I've given up on my England career. To the point where when Serena called her up, a lot of people were surprised and even more surprised when they gave her the number one like slot, gave her the number one slot. And you know what? She's gone on to just do unbelievable things with that, with that, with that jersey. And that's why for me, she's got to get it. She's had a really tough ride mentally in her head. Because I, I, when you look at having to like make peace with yourself for something that may not happen, that's a hard, that's a hard conversation to have with yourself. Mm. hard one you know what I mean I went through that before I started playing it was like mm. after Brighton for me after Brighton doing everything I did to get there played well scored goals in reserves you know doing everything acting like a professional getting there on time doing all the stuff and then they said no when I was 19 that was my realisation of making peace with well Ian it's not going to happen and then three years later bam you're, you're playing for Palace and, and then for, for like six years into that you're, you're, you're making your debut for England so I'm not, I don't know what happens, Moose, but you have to kind of like let go to, 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 maybe, to maybe move ahead. And it's a fucking hard one because it was tough for me. Heartbreaking, yeah. Especially as an athlete where time is, you know, it's not like being a writer where essence, you can write yeah. till you're 70. You're an athlete, you've got that window, peak performance and when you're locked in and everything's going well. Um, I had a chat with Ryan actually about this, um, about Lucas Ocampos, the brilliant forward who all of a yes. sudden is like 28, 29 years old. And Lucas Ocampos had that window where, and the same with like um, Lozano over at Napoli, there's a window where you're tipped to be one of the greatest of your generation. And they've mm -hmm. had like, don't get me wrong, they've had like good careers, don't get me wrong. But it's like, there's a level you can go to if someone backs you as an athlete and you have to get that bit of luck. And thank goodness Earp's got someone 
Yes. Who plucked her from that and was like, no, you've still got, still got the minerals. You know the thing with it, it as well, happen. Moose, yeah. is, is that she, got the, she needed love, it looked to me. Yeah, yeah. She needed yeah. love and she got it from United. You know, we know that United, when they came, they were United only in name with the, with the ladies. There. They had to blast themselves to where they are now. And she's one of the main reasons yeah. they're doing that now. They gave her love, made her number one. And I think that another person that gave her love was Serena Wiegmann. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Serena Wiegmann gave her love. And what you see with certain players as well, I probably, I'm probably one of those players. You just need love. Mm. You need some mm. love and then you go. And look at her now. You cannot actually... Because everybody thought it was going to be Ellie Roebuck. And then as soon yeah. as Ellie Roebuck was fit when, um, um, with England, she'll be back in. But we've seen that Serena, if you've got the shirt, you'd have to do something really bad to lose the shirt. To have the faith that Serena had in Mary Earps at that stage was, again, elite management. Can I be because honest? You can't, yeah, you can't even yeah. envisage an England team without Mary Earps in goal if she's not injured. We need to do an 11 one day of, t of players that just need a little bit of love. Just the by, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> by position and look at the different, the before and after, like before they yes. got the love and after. After with the love. You know what I mean? We need to just do <laughs> yeah, one of those one day. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Just a wholesome, a wholesome episode. Yeah. I came up with a chant from Mary Earps. What was it? What is it? It's, it's, to, it's, to, it's to work by Rihanna. I'm loving that shirt. Erps, 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 erps. Fifty clean sheets for erps, erps. Do you know what? The only thing though is that's that's a tough one for a crowd to do all in time. Oh my god, I'd love to hear Man United fans. Please, if you're listening, it's the chant for Mary Erps. Erps, 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 erps. Fifty clean sheets for erps, 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 erps. Make it happen, man. She deserves it. The trick, the trick is to do erps. Do the ups at the end. <laughs> yeah, you do the uh, 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 ups. Yeah, that's it. That, yes. You see, you see, see, you see. Yes. So you exactly. don't have to say ups all do the time. We need to do. We need to do a Writers House like album, a Writers House mixtape with all the chants. Because you had the Miggy one. Miss, you had the Miggy, yes. Miggy, 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 Miggy. <laughs> I love that. Ups. Uh, 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 I love yeah, it. Yeah, you see, you I see love it. it. You see it. Yeah, you see the vision. Come on, <laughs> she deserves it. Flowers and a song. You know something? That's when we're going to different levels. Different levels, levels, levels up. Listen, find me a pod. Name me another Listen, podcast that does that. I'm sorry. It was, it was like, Wrighty's house. <laughs> now it's Wrighty's tabernacle. We're on the uh, on the results quickly. Man United beat Reading one 0 on their top of the league by mm. goal difference from Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Um, we mentioned Chelsea, Liverpool was postponed. Uh, Spurs, Leicester was postponed. Brighton, Arsenal was postponed. But uh, Everton beating West Ham three 0 as well, which is a big mm. result for them. So, mm. can I say with Mary just quickly? is that what you're noticing with them and what they just need a couple more Manchester United. Mm. What we're seeing with Mary is that they're not conceding goals and obviously the defence is playing well as well. But like I mentioned at the start, you know, conceding against Chelsea, Arsenal and City, you know, and when you look at the goals, she hasn't really got much like chance of those, those goals going in. She's, she's saving everything else. And this is why at the moment, Man United, if they get a goal up, they're, they're probably winning the game with Mary Earps' form. And like I mentioned also, is that if we're talking about a, a player that's valuable to the team, more, so valuable to the team, the most valuable to the team, and it will be Mary Earps for me. She's so valuable to that side. So guys, we, um, well, we have, to go, we have to go to this place where I'm going because they're top, this team is top of the league. It just so happens that this team is mine. So it's not like we're not going to talk about it simply because it's <laughs> You know what's really tough for me at the moment, Moose? And it's not like I'm professional or anything, but like even when I was doing my show with Kelly yesterday, 
when they when they're doing the the, the intros to Arsenal and top of the league, so they're giving those little bits of beautiful love and in the, in the intro, I can't stop smiling. I can't stop smiling <laughs> because it's so good. And that game the other day, I've got to take one stat from the game, guys, which mm. is which says everything. And I'm not Manchester United didn't play badly. I thought they played very well, even though I thought Marcus Rashford was the only real um, with their real potency. But 63 touches in the opposition box. Incredible. Is a f- it, that is an avalanche of, of creation. Yeah. An avalanche. And again, you know, we talk about it before and Erdogan's obviously doing his stuff, but that game at that level, I can't wait to see Zinchenko when he plays against City. He was literally, he was, I should say, unplayable. He was, he was unplayable what he was doing. They did not know what to do with him. He popped up everywhere. Mm. He's literally, he's got a free role. I saw Jamie, Jamie Carragher do some stuff on him yesterday and it was brilliant to watch. Jamie's, Jamie hit it on the nail on the head. He is, he's got license to go wherever he wants. Yes. He is our playmaker. And, and not only, and to add to that, he's also, with Martin Erdegaard being the captain, guys, he's the main spokesman because you can see him mm. in the huddles. Yes. Yep. He's now taking over him and probably Jesus will probably start to start to take over in that dressing room in respect Listen, of what, what needs to happen now. I'm so excited for this team. What, sorry, but like Penny for Pep Guardiola's thoughts because he must have been like, why the fuck mm, did I, I let this go? Get what have I done? Did, <laughs> he let them go. Like, because you and think about it, dummy. Arsenal, were, Arsenal were without him for ages. Like he actually yeah. hasn't played a full season. Arsenal have played quite a lot of football without Zinchenko this season. And then when Jesus went out, Eddie has mm. stepped up who mm. like, I'd like to focus this on just some flowers because I think Zinchenko okay. is such a unicorn. Mm-hmm. He deserves unbelievable flowers because I yeah. think this was his best before. He was amazing at Spurs, but I think this was yeah. his best performance this, for Arsenal. Yes, yes, Ryan, I'll go with that. Martin Erdogan yes. deserves flowers because this guy is moving like peak Steve Nash. Spectacular. You know I mean, in the Spectacular. <laughs> the pass that he did in the first half. When he just flicked that inside the move box, on the left, honestly. The roll amazing. and then the outside of the foot. I'm yeah. like, yeah. to do that when you're in such a compressed space on the edge of the oh, box and you've got a genuine goal scoring opportunity. It's like these little tiny margins or these little tiny movements that make yes. passing angles just that little bit bigger I had Tom Hanks face in Green Mile that when he done that <laughs> Tom Hanks because oh. oh. he's not yeah, forcing yeah. it none of it's being no, forced no it's just it's coming because that, that's what was needed in that moment Moose and that's yeah. where he's headed he just the, it was it's one of those that you want to see the, the, you want to see it go in the goal yeah, yeah. absolutely you want to yeah. see it go in the goal it's like what I sent in the group the other day I sent a guy do a Rabona from the edge of the box sometimes the misses are more beautiful than the, than the actual goals of course because yeah. Honestly, because like like Pele, obviously. Shout to Pele, Pele, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, shout to Pele. It's like this one with the with the creation again. It was it was beautiful, and that's where Arsenal are at the moment. And this is why going into that game, I'm always nervous about the games. I was nervous about Tottenham game. I was nervous about this game because I said at the start of the week when people were saying, "Oh well, we'll see how you go against Tottenham and Man United." Six points. I would have easily taken four because I believe we could beat one of those teams. In the end, we'd beaten both of them. The reason why I was confident going into the game, and I'm confident going into games is because they're playing um, at a level and an organization and players in form to a level that you're going to have to come to, uh, to, to, to the Emirates or when they play away and you're going to have to beat them. Mm. You're going to have to beat them because they've got something now. The group has got something where even with Man United scoring that goal, Rashford's beautiful chop. 
Musa, what a chop. Right. That was, that was, oh, good. Oh, Jesus Christ. There's like, what you a know, chop. It's, the, it's the old cliche, but there's basically, mm. there are maybe 10 players on the planet that can score a goal like that in a match of that. Oh, the chop. In a, ma- in a match of strike. that, in a match of that importance, in a match mm. of that importance, there's like, but, but this is about Rashford. Rashford's technical ability is off the scale, right? Mm, Everyone yeah. talks about it. When he taught people that join United, even Casemiro, Casemiro was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like he was like, I knew he was good, but that's a level. And that's why everyone's after him. That's why, you know, look at PSG. Mm-hmm. It's no coincidence that PSG with their new transfer strategy, he is the only big money play they've gone after. All PSG signings have been like potential, potential since they've got the new guy in, but Rashford is the guy they looked at and they're like, that's yes. the guy we're going to throw the you money at. see where he's, going, he's going. Yeah, because that man is on path to be, Rashford's still young. He is still at like, the next part of his career. Rashford could go, well, he already is there. He's, he could go he, supernova. Proper supernova. Supernova. And supernova. the scary thing about, um, but back to Arsenal, the scary thing about Zinchenko is the man only went 26 in December. Mm. In December, Crazy. he's 26. Crazy. And he doesn't play the kind of game where he's going to burn out within the next three, four years. That man has got, he's got six, seven years playing at that level, at least, if he wants it. Yeah, and on. actually, you look at like, this is a bit of a hot take, but I'm going to draw the comparison. You see Modric before he went to Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. how he had so much of his peak after going to Madrid. Mm. Zinchenko is not even in his peak because he's not played many league starts for Man no, City. No, so he he's rested, he's fresh, he's got that experience. And, you know, some might say, oh, Arsenal haven't won anything. But if you look at that you know, um, Arsenal squad, they've either got elite mentality, players like Saliba who've been in the wings for a long time and waited mm. for the chance. And Saliba's played like, Saliba's emerged from a place of maybe a lot of self-doubt, like with so much class, mm. right? He's been in a place where his career wasn't always going the direction he want, might have wanted, but he always believed in himself. You've got the self-belief of Zinchenko, the point to prove of, of, Hayes, of Gabriel Jesus. Mm. You've got players in that squad who are mentally tough, like Martin Odegaard. Like, mm, yeah. The man has been through everything. That man, yeah. like how many players go to clubs like Madrid or Barcelona and emerge with their egos not just intact, but enhanced? Oh my God, yes. That moves. breaks, look at that. For every Martin Odegaard, there are five Alan Halilovic's who went to Barcelona and was never really seen again at the top level. Mm. Does that make sense? And at 15, mm. he went at, at, the, at a very impressionable age. Yeah. So that man has <clears> emerged. <throat> no, actually, what Odegaard's mental state is, compar- is comparable to, I compare to almost like Karim Benzema when Benzema went to Madrid mm. too early and everyone was like, yeah, he's going to get like thrown out in the wash. And Benzema like managed to believe in himself and keep going. And Jesus. Odegaard's the same. They've got like the mental strength of the Arsenal dressing room, I think, is something which is not being fully emphasized actually yeah and because i think arsenal arsenal yeah. fans are scared they're haunted by previous seasons i'm like no this is actually this is a different beast it's like when i was with paul Scholes, and obviously we're talking about someone with 11 premier league medals mm. you know you don't speak to you, you ain't gonna that's get gross honestly <laughs> it's it's 11 it doesn't seem fair it's disgusting <laughs> um and like you know i love it as well because like he's so humble with it but but, but the thing is what he said is it's march he says what i'm seeing from them now mm. March, if it, what, what will change their mindset? Obviously, a couple of results going the other way, we'll see where Arsenal are. But if Arsenal's still in this mindset in March, Arsenal win the league. Yeah, that's simple. Because you have to understand what the games you're going into now. And when you are playing at the levels that Arsenal played at, and like I say, he's somebody that knows, you know that you're getting into games, you're going to places now, whether the team's bottom of the league or top of the league, you're in a fight. Mm recognize you're going to be in a fight until you succumb. And then they succumb, until they succumb, then bam, 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 all of a sudden it might end up 2-3-0. Mm. 
but you are in a fight from every single game from now on. And so it doesn't matter that the, the list of teams is coming, whether Arsenal can beat them or that's going to be a tough game. Arsenal have to get the mentality now, and I remember it when we was 98, of we can't lose any games. It's a different kind of pressure. Mm. And, that is when, and that is where you get the experience. And this is why this team, losing the games last season against Newcastle and Spurs, which were the most important games of the season, and they kind of crumbled away. I think that has really fucking put them in good stead for where they are now. And then yeah. you've got Erdogan, then you've got Zinchenko, then you've got Jesus, and then you've got a manager like Mikel who is not going to let you rest. You know, it's That's in their man. hands, bro. Yeah, I agree. If you'd basically said before the Newcastle game, right, you've got Newcastle at home, Spurs away. In fact, you know what? In fact, I'm going to go further. I'm going to go to the Brighton game mm. because you go mm. Brighton away, Newcastle at home, Spurs away, Man United at home, and you're going to have, what, 10 points from 12? You'd be like, fuck, yes, take my money. 10 from 12? You'd be like, yes. you know, no, your first, uh, yeah. first thing would be like, hell yes. Your second thing would be like, where the hell did we get the wins? Because to get three out of four, yeah. Yeah. That's the difference this year. We talked about, we talked about Arsenal on Stadio, and basically the thing that's the most impressive thing from my point of view, I found, is that they've had to do it as responses, not before other games have been played. Like City mm. were in, City, City were two points behind Arsenal before this kickoff. Yeah. Two. That's, a, like, that's pressure when you haven't been in that situation that before. Huge, man. Huge pressure. Well, Arsenal got something else I need to talk about as well, very briefly, uh, is that players are going to look at that club and be like, look how much fun they're having over there. They're going to look mm. at Arsenal and be like, oh, look, they're going to be, and there'll be more players like Mudrick that will look at mm. Arsenal and be like, I'm desperate to go there. There'll be more players on social media in their Instagram stories going, I really want to move there, despite what their clubs might think. Yeah. They'll be it's like, attractive. that's the destination because I'm going to it's improve because it's you, see, you see how they're improving players. Mm. You see the, mm. the impact of coaching. You see like two or three years ago, certain players, they're not where they are now. And all of a sudden they're just emerging or a player like yeah. Ramsdale, given that platform, you know, yeah. they'll buy you people say what they want to say in the media and they'll yeah. back you and then look, Ramsdale's become a beast. We're talking about same England number Tommy one Asu. now. Tommy yeah. Asu, same yeah. thing again. Ben White. Benjamin White, again. Yes. People are, oh, people were laughing. There's, you know what? There, I've not seen a single joke on social media, a single bit of banter, a single meme mm -hmm. about that man's price tag. About Dude, Benjamin. Granit Xhaka was Swiss player of the year. Yeah, right. I don't Swiss see any, player of the year. Granit I don't Xhaka. see any Chaka chatter. I don't see any more of it. Oh. It's quiet. It's calm. No, it's gone. They didn't it's fucking believe listen. us. Listen. Let me give you the bite. Listen, listen. <laughs> ah, air horn, air horn. <laughs> no more granite chatter. Jack, you know what? I, all I want, because like I say, there's a lot of people, because I can't help my joy. I can't stop it. And now people are saying, right, I want to see what happens when after the game. But like, I'm, I, I give them something because that's how I'm feeling. I'm not trying to make up something. That's how I'm feeling. It's like one of, one of the things, I think Manish put something out on his, um, on his Instagram where, you know, when we scored, I blasted out the room. I couldn't believe it. It was just like, when's the last time we scored a last minute goal was Thierry in 2007 or something. Mm. Against Man United. You know what I mean? Against, wow. against United with that header. And I was like, oh my God, it's just like the outpouring is something that, I, I'm so happy with it at the moment and I want fans to continue to be happy with that whatever is going to happen have faith in what he's doing like Mikel said ages ago trust the process I'm going to get a t-shirt I'm going to get a t-shirt you're going to get trust it. the process I have to get wow. a t-shirt with Mikel's hair trust the process remember like the other one what was he saying um, 
Everything is energy. <laughs> Everything is energy. I want another one now. Uh, quick shout and flowers for Bakayo Saka because he became only the third player to score in three consecutive games against Manchester United for Arsenal United, yeah. in the Premier League uh, after mm-hmm. Freddie and Thierry. after Thierry. Yeah. Which, uh, and he, he, he kind of, he, they told him about it before, right? And he was just like, yeah, I took the challenge on. Can I just say as well, Eddie and Bakayo, listen, butter wouldn't melt in those little Oh God, did you see that wonderful little interview? Oh my God, they're just so sweet. This is, again, is the mentality of what's yeah. going on in that dressing room now. You can see that it's very, that dressing room is monitored. It's monitored. Yeah. 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 You know, everybody is on the same page. It's like even when I'm watching the game or watching the tactical camera, you're seeing people run into spaces and then you see them pointing into other spaces, like to say, not only do they know where they're going, but they know where other people should be. And so that is when you, you're starting to see that. You're seeing people pointing, not in here. So I'm going here. You see, I see Erdegaard does it. Remember, bam, he's, he's, so he's saying where you should be. They are on the same, they're on the same page, this team. And it's very exciting to see. And this is why I'm confident going into games because I know that if, if Arsenal are going to lose, they're going to have to be beaten. They're not mm. going to give it up themselves because we're looking at our goalkeeper again. You know, we saw him against Tottenham. Even when we got breached a couple of times, bam, keeper. Can I actually throw this again in terms of mental strength while we're on Saka? Because we have to mention him if we talk about mental strength. I cannot remember many young England players or many young players for that matter who've taken on that much responsibility. Mm. That much responsibility, not just in terms of the physical battering they take in games, but the mental strength to be a player that was Arsenal's hope in some very dark times, right? It's a very dark times and was the talisman when Arsenal were really kind of going sideways, if not backwards, it seemed Mm. for a certain point, Mm. for a brief period. And then he went and had his experience, obviously the Euros, and then had that World Cup how many players have emerged like that? And now a team around him is good enough to win the lead to the point where if someone had said to you three years ago, by the way, Bakayo Saka will get is due a big contract extension and he won't have to be lured to City because the team that he's with, the Arsenal team is good enough mm. to win two out of the next three league titles. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So people would have laughed. Would if someone have. had said, actually, Arsenal could win this year, maybe City get the backlash and great and ups and upgrade. And then actually Arsenal could get the one after that. That's plausible. They would have laughed three years ago. And Saka was a key part of that. He was a key part. Mm. The only player I can draw comparison with, actually, that I can think of is maybe like Mark Hughes or something. Mm. But Mark Hughes, someone who, like, you know, United was the only person we looked forward to watching Mm. for a certain period. And he was the talisman and then, like, led that kind of, led United into the light, kind of. And that's what Saka's done. It's remarkable. I think it's amazing. And especially his response after the Euros when he took so much shit from everyone. And that must have been so so hard to come back from and yeah and he did it and i think he did yeah um just one quick thing before we uh move on just to some other arsenal stuff but you Mm. mentioned right that you chatted to zinchenko after the game yes and he said something really interesting that you were talking about about how it's about the celebration and that it's not just for the team um yes i I thought was really sweet it was really because what like i say with the togetherness he was talking about like when he goes into training and then he leaves training and sometimes you have to go back later and there's people still there really doing work, doing a lot of work. And that's at the training ground, at the ground. You know, all the, everybody is working and pulling in the same direction. It's like all the staff as well. Not Everyone, just all the stuff. staff. He says everybody, every single person that's got anything to do with the team and what's going on with them, everybody's doing their best. Their best. And that is what, that's what's happened. That is what Mikel has instilled into that 
club. You look at the fans. The fans cannot get any more noise out of themselves. They are doing everything they can. The playing, the players, they're, they're going to, to the last sinew. They're doing every single thing. The management team are doing everything in respect of getting the right people into the club. Trossard, you know, again, it might have fallen in our lap simply because of Mudrick, but that has happened to us. And he looked mega, by the way. It, 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 he did look. He did look. He looked like he looked like Yeah, but we know. But we know. But <laughs> at the same time. It's kind of still not taking us off course of where we're going. Mm. And that is, that's what um, he was talking about. And he was talking about as well, um, guys, that he's trying to explain to the players how you must enjoy these moments because this is what we're playing for. Mm. And we're talking about somebody who's obviously won a lot. He's going through a lot. His country, everything was happening with him. Yeah. He's making us realize, listen, enjoy these moments. This is what it's about. This is why we play. This is why we're living. To have these times. And this... You can imagine what that's like in the dressing room. Mm. That must be amazing to have in a dressing room. And so, so again, I just said, afterwards when he finished his interview, I just, I just said, you know, when they asked, like the presenter says, anybody else got a question? And I just said, I got one, like with my hand up. <laughs> I said, yeah, I got one, me. And I just simply said to him, I just said to him, um, Zinky, listen, I'm just so happy you're at our club. That's all I said oh, to him. Oh, look at this guy. They I must, said, I'm they must so love happy that. you are at our club because that guy is, is going to, and, and Erdogan and Jesus and all the rest of those guys with Saka around him, with Martinelli, with all those players that are so, so the, the potential that they've got and they're showing their potential are going to be invaluable to our football club. You yeah. can't see anything but something coming off of the back of what's being built right now. Something's coming. Yeah. On that on that note, FA Cup coming up, Europa League's returning soon. What do you mm. do in those games now when you actually have a, a literal do you think there's like a I, I rest I rest them. I rest the main I guys. think there's a balance, right? Because Mikel's done this in the group stages of the Europa League where he's rested some, but he's not rested all of them at the same mm. time. And but you don't want to lose momentum like, when you're resting yeah. as well. Free Trossard, that's what I say. Free Trossard. <laughs> and that's what that's what will happen. Unleash Trossard, him on the Europa League. Yeah, Unleash get, him on the Europa yeah, League. You get Trossard, you get Emil Smith Rowe, you get Tierney. Yeah. You know, let you him, get let those, him cook. You, let him cook. You know, oh, yeah, let them go. You know, and then you I get those guys because good. people have to be rested. And you know, Jakub Kivior coming in, which I yes. think is a really low key. I'm excited about up. that left sided yeah, centre half. Very, very excited about that. And, it, and, yeah. and if anything's to go by in the way that they've gone into the market and pulled out some gems, then um, you have to you have to be very optimistic that he's going to be very good as well. I want to see what sentiment they bring in as well. Yes. That Arsenal sentiment is the one that I've been looking at and thinking that's just the one more bit. And they're aware mm. of it. They're not, you know, they're not clowns. They know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I think with, with all the links to Declan Rice and then apparently from all accounts, like that is like a pretty real thing that they're after. This could be similar to the January last year where they didn't go for Vlaivich because they knew Gabriel mm. Jesus was coming in the summer. So if they are like yeah. concrete that Declan Rice is coming in, they might kind of make do until the summer. Yeah, well, because you have no leverage. Or for a loan. You had that thing with like Camavinga coming in on loan, which I think would be super smart. But then he goes mm. and turns in one of his best Real Madrid performances for a while against Athletic Club. So it's like... It's, I'm well, really thinking about that, Ryan. I'm really sceptical about that simply because they were willing to spend that money on, on Mudrick. And would they have still yeah. had that kind of money around for the summer if, if Rice is... Would they have been, were they willing to let, you know? Can I, be, can I be honest with you? I was actually really encouraged by how high Arsenal were prepared to go for Madrid. Mm. Reading that great report in Athletic at, and at how that deal was actually even closer than it seemed. Mm. That's encouraging for Arsenal fans to know that when they see someone that can really put them on, like make, give them a leap forward. And I think Madrid is a really exciting player. He's a great player. Mm. 
um, when Arsenal feel like there's an investment to be made, they're they're ready to like yeah, put that investment. Go. That's that's a big deal, I think, because as yeah. a, like, I, again, I've said this a thousand times, but as a selling point, and this is shout out to Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger made Arsenal an attractive club, even in the lean years. Mm. They enjoy they enjoy a huge amount of goodwill. Some might say that on paper they shouldn't be in the league of Liverpool and sit in terms of stuff they've won in previous years. But actually, Arsenal is such an attractive proposition as a package. The only thing they were ever missing was being an attractive team playing at the top of the league. Yeah. Now they've got that. They're on a parity. That their actual attractive their attractiveness as a club is is huge now. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, they, totally. They've done yeah, all that in such does, a short yeah. space of time. Yeah, it's exciting yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we can we talk I'm about not, United? I'm not an Arsenal fan. I'm not an Arsenal fan. Well, let's talk about your club, Man United, because you mentioned something on the weekend, right, about Harry Kane yeah. and United, and yeah. by all accounts, he sounds like he's going to sign a new Spurs deal. But listen, we need to show them some leg. United, <laughs> yeah, show, that, show, show Kane some leg. Listen, Just, yes, Manchester's a great city. Mm. I, 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 you know something, it's, it's funny because like while I was watching the game and if we're going to be totally honest with the way they played and yes, we played very well with all those touches in the box, but I think what the, one of the main differences was Eddie Nketiah, a number nine in the box yeah, yes. and doing what he was doing. That's what Man, that's what Man United didn't have because they had a Vigils up there. But like, that's literally what he was. He wasn't a threat, if we're going to be totally honest. He was not a threat. And when I'm watching them and, and you're looking at Man United's trajectory at the minute and where they're moving, Harry Kane for three years, I think Man United will definitely be doing so. Because I, I think that it's, Man United are not a million miles away with what Ten Hag's doing. I just think Mikel's further up the road than Ten Hag at the moment. But like, if they got Harry Kane, because he's what, he's going to be 30, he's coming, he's next season's, it's coming into his last, it's his last season. So I'm not, I'm confused as how this has come out. It must have come out of Harry's camp for me, mm. simply because he's saying, listen, he's either saying to them, seriously, listen, I'm ready to sit down and talk to you and finish my, finish my career and do my contract here. Or that's come out because he wants people to know, listen, if you have got any aspirations of trying to sign me, you probably need to start moving about now. because." I'm, I'm, I'm ready to listen, but I'm also ready to listen to what they're going to say. So it's a win-win for him. It's a win-win for I him. Think, I think it is depending on how he sees his, the fact that he's not won anything. Mm -hmm. That's what it will come down to with, with, with Harry Kane, because you cannot tell me if Man United came now with Harry Kane with a year left, Tottenham, and let's say they put 60 million on the table and said, we'll take him and we'll throw in someone, Martial, or, you know, whatever. What do you think, Moose? As an opening bid, 60 plus Martial is a big deal. 60 plus Martial is a that very is a good fucking, deal. That is, if, if I was Spurs, I would take that in a heart. Honestly, and the thing is, is that the, the Spurs fans will say, you know what? Good luck, Harry. He's, he's just gone, he's just leveled up with um, Jimmy Greaves. He'll probably break that record soon. And if Harry Kane, if Man United have got any serious like thinking about the people up there thinking about what we need to do next and we need a, num a number nine, and they do, mm. they do. Yeah. Right. Then for me, it seems like a no brainer that Harry Kane is the person they should be saying, let's he go and get these He transforms Honestly, them. He, he, he takes them somewhere else. Yeah. It's RVP Mark too. Yes. It's that kind of signing. It really is because he's like, he's, he gives you the elite goal scoring. He gives you the link up play and he gives you the, the aura. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Because like when, 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 when Van Persie went there, the way he carried himself, 
Yeah. We had not seen that swagger in our forward line nope. since Cantona. We had not seen it. The level of, nope. don't get me he wrong, not, not, else, York yeah. and Cole, incredible. Actually, maybe York was the one. I would say York, Cantona, and they're going to come after me for saying Van Nistelrooy, but no, the orchestrator. Yes. But don't get me wrong, like I loved Van Nistelrooy and he was not an orchestrator like Van Persie could he be in that year. Out, he was just a natural. Yeah, now, now, nine, and I love that. Don't get me wrong, no, not to disrespect him, but like York, York, I think York, Cantona, and, and Van Persie just absolutely walked in the place and it was like, oh God. Yeah. Like it was another level of. I think Berbatov can yeah. throw it. You can throw Berbatov in there as well with the way that Berbatov just played. He to an extent, swag. but there's the catalyst. Yeah. There's a catalyst for something greater. Okay. okay. With United, that I think United is a particular thing where you need a real ego there. And I don't yeah. see that like Kane's arrogant. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that like He's you got need someone who's a, ta- yeah, a, ta- a, talis- a talismanic yeah. thing. And that's big. You know what? I'll tell you one of the things what, what they'd want more than anything else with those players. Especially if the link happened. Because remember, this is all me just linking this because it just came in my mind. Mm. If the link happened, that dressing room starts buzzing. Yeah. That dressing room starts buzzing because they know we've got, a, we've got a, an elite striker coming. Yes. And that, he will win us games. And I think I still from think from they've a, got to do something about the goalkeeping situation, but the, yeah, he will definitely. win us games. Yeah. He will yeah. win think, yeah. games for us. I think from a Spurs point of view as well, there's a lot of talk about Conte leaving in the summer and it really sounds like Spurs are in a position where they could do with a proper focused rebuild. Mm-hmm. And I think Without that, Harry. Well, I think that it's easy obviously to build, I mean, it's, it's better to build around as many good players as you possibly can, but I think sometimes you have to remove one of those, like basically your talisman or one of your best players in order to fully unlock the potential for a few years down the line. If they can, this will be their last chance to get a really, really high fee for, for mm. Harry Kane. And if they get someone like Martial or, or not, it doesn't matter, in, 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 in place, a new manager coming in with a really focused rebuild might not be the worst thing in the world for Spurs in the long run because they kind of hit, we've talked about Spurs quite a lot and a number yeah. of friends of ours who are Spurs fans have, have actually said, sometimes you're a little bit too kind to us in terms of what we're trying to do here when they're mm. you know, kind of really going in a little bit more. I don't feel like it's a million miles away. It might just m- need a season or two to step back before really launching assault, another assault again on like the top four and even maybe higher than that. Mm. Okay, hot take. Just throwing Go this on. out here as well. 60 million Spurs. Mm. Okay, here's mm. some advice. 60 million plus mm. Martial mm-hmm. for Kane and then go and buy Gonzalo Ramos. <laughs> Gonzalo Ramos from Benfica. Who's Spurs? Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. Get that dude. If you're going to rebuild... You rebuild with that youth, that quality, that fearlessness, that mobility. That's, that's the guy. But anyway, just need, throwing that out there. Yeah, they need some more creativity, Moose. Just to give, them, some, just to give them something to look forward to after Kane. Mm. Speak of creativity, can I just give some Bundesliga flowers? Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Two of our young English boys. Yes. Jude Bellingham again with an amazing mm. goal and an amazing yeah. performance for Dortmund on the weekend against Augsburg, although it was the, the most Dortmund game of all time, 4-3 against Augsburg. But also, mm. Jamie Vinegetting is coming back from injury. Came mm. on as a substitute. Five minutes later, scored an amazing Bam. goal. Yeah, and uh, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just enjoying, I'm just enjoying those two. And also, shouts to Sebastian Allo who, who made his competitive. Yes, well done amazing. to him. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Couple of a uh, couple of goals for Bino Gittens now in the Bundesliga. Looking good. Yeah, man. He got well. He got flowers after the first one on Wrighty's house. So maybe Listen, all sorts. Uh, should, we, should we try and make him the first player to get flowers after every single goal? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and just, now we go live to Ryan in Germany. Yes, Jamie Vanner gets scored another goal, and uh, here I am with some flowers presenting to him. Now, see, know, my mind's just started to run again because, like, now you mentioned Jude. I'm thinking, like, where's Jude going to go? Jude's oh, got to come uh, back sh- here. Sh- sh- don't come back, Jude. Jude, come Listen. here. 
Listen, if you're gonna to come, come back, like where would you, Jude? Where would you go, Jude, <laughs> I mean, if you came back, bro? Jude Bellingham to Arsenal gives me the fear of God, and I say that respectfully. And it should. Yeah. Well, we definitely shouldn't talk about this right now because this isn't fair to anyone. No. <laughs> but you know what? Arsenal. You know what Arsenal have done. They've given us license to dream. I want no parts of that. If Jude Bellingham goes to Arsenal, I'm watching golf for three years. I'm not watching football for three years. I'm not, I'm not invest. I'm trying to, I'm divesting emotionally from football. Bro. Uh, uh, uh. I love that. I love that. Guys, I think it's, I think it's time to roll. Let's do it. Wagons, baby. Wagons. Listen, Moose, I'll see you soon. Right, see you soon. See you soon, man. I love you. Moose, you you killed, you killed the drip. For those not witnessing, we should get a screenshot of this. Listen, let the people see. Let the people see the levels. Uh, (laughs) Let them taste it. Moose, the jackets, it, it finishes everything. Listen, Supreme Clientele. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one, man. Right, man. Take care, dude. I'll see you soon. See ya. Thank you very much, Mr. Conga. Thank you very much, Ryan Hunt. Um, okay, thanks for listening. And um, we'll see you again Friday where we go again. That's what happens. Especially when you're top of the league. You just have to go again. So... We go again. <laughs> See you Friday, everybody. <laughs> Grind on stuff. <laughs> <laughs>